Season 3, Episode 4, who is the heartbeat of your organisation in healthcare that is often the nurse. Alan, Trage and Sarah review the complaint made to the regulator by nursing staff when management announced their fit-out of a nurse's station. In an intensive psychiatric clinical care setting, a barrier was to be removed. That is, a physical barrier was to no longer exist. It must be more than just a counter that has stirred such emotion, says Sarah, yet she reminds the boys about the power of environmental design. Alan debates the symbolism of a physical barrier, even a low counter to help prevent the escalation of occupational violence. Trage demands decisions and actions as he role plays the job of the hospital executive director. Alan implores managers to ask direct questions of workers to uncover their needs or concerns. Trage just wants to know if he'll get some Brooklyn donuts, though he must hide them from his wife given her no sugar mantra. The donuts will be his escape from the not quite cherry ripes. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, willing and able. DJ Code Red Sabre. We're gonna get this started. Yeah. This is how we starting it. Let's get started. 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 Who's going to start this? We're going to start this. Hello and welcome to the Why Work podcast series. You are listening to Trace Fetkovsky, Sarah Pazell and Alan Girl. Nursing staff are essentially the lifeblood of the, the healthcare system. They're the frontline workers. They're right there, and they're Keep not just the operating rhythm of a healthcare organization yeah. going. It's the heartbeat. They right? are the heartbeat. The tribal culture, the operating rhythm. Absolutely, and like Alan mentioned before, so where doctors, various doctors, and, and other healthcare workers may come at a lot of times. Whether you're a physiotherapist or whether you're the, the surgeon or the treating physician, they'll come in at certain times, sometimes a day or two days. Come and go. Come, come and, and go. go yep. Because I've got other rounds. But the nurse with the shift who comes in regularly you're right it's the rhythm and, and the operational rhythm in the queue going so of course that then would attract infinitely more danger risk and several hazards there have been some cases there are always cases actually you can just search any of the um the jurisdictions and you'll always find a recent decision about a nurse being injured whilst at work but alan there was a case not too long ago involving uh, in new south wales a decision involving a, a psychiatric unit a psychiatric ward and a nurse sustaining an injury? Yeah, that's correct. It's 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 a little bit old now, 2019. Um, it was a, a hospital situation where they had uh, an intensive psychiatric care unit and a high dependency unit, and um, the nurses had two stations. So they had a, a base area where they could go to their, their two counters. Uh, the counters were 1.3 metres high, and... The senior professionals within the hospital felt that the service, the medical service that was provided to the patients would be better and as a consequence the nurses would be safer if they got rid of the counters. It's a bit like the banking situation. Right, gyms do that too. Sometimes they get rid of counters. They want to be more accessible Mm. to people, Mm. right? But But the nurses didn't feel that way. The nurses felt that that was when, when, when everything went wrong and a patient was out of control 
and the, you know there's a there's a delay for the security staff to arrive. Mm. Um, they needed a safe place where they could go where they were physic where there was a physical a barrier, a barrier, right? right. So the and, design of the barriers. Yes. Really, when you think about it, it's it's just going to buy them time. It's not going to do any more than that. No. Maybe oh, give them a oh, bit of space to talk down the patient, or yeah. I think even more than buying time for some situations, it might de-escalate it completely because there yeah. is a physical barrier where there's a stronger intent to jump over that counter. So could the counter be jumped over? Sure. But the extra effort, the yeah. intention, the motivation yeah, that's right. if, increases. Yeah. So yeah. so you can, you, somebody might just be leaning over and yelling versus jumping right over yeah. and running to and, physically and attack. It, it, it's it, less impulsivity yeah, in correct, that situation. Correct. So it doesn't mean respect in terms of time. You could buy time to escalate or buy time or, for security to arrive. And I think your ability to de-escalate because you've yeah. got more confidence, you're yeah. probably better equipped to... Um, to de-escalate. But, but at the end of the day, it is a physical barrier. It is yeah, Let's get yeah, back yeah, to yeah, engineering yeah. control. Nice chunk of perspex or whatever. Yeah. It's different to stop. So I agree. I agree entirely. And to some extent, I agree with senior management of the hospital that de-escalation and avoiding escalation in the first place is a good thing. Yes. But it seems but as though there wasn't, enough, there wasn't yeah. enough consultation with the nurses. And the, mm. that's right. The nurses wanted a, a fail-safe system, which was the counters. Mm. They didn't want to change to not having the counters anymore. Anyway. So, so Alan, got, can I interrupt? Uh, were, there were counters and they were there removed? Were, no, the counters... Um, uh, and to give the hospital credit, yeah. they, they announced that they were going to remove the counters but hadn't quite got to that point. Okay. Anyway, so a, a, a Safe Work New South Wales inspector came in, listened to the stories of the different parties involved and issued a prohibition notice which prevented the hospital from removing the counters. Interesting, right. It, it, it is interesting in that, you know, the hospital, which is investing huge amounts of money and making these big decisions that are worth a lot of money, mm-hmm. and one inspector can come in and just put the kibosh on the whole thing. And they were alerted probably from, like, sort of a whistleblower or a staff I'd member by the so call and said, member, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. It's interesting. The uh, Can I ask you both, Sarah, our mm-hmm. expert resident designer, <laughs> um, Alan, but just ask you from a just a pragmatic perspective, would you would you be inclined to remove the counter or keep it there? I can't answer that question because I don't know, but I think it's unfortunate that there wasn't a process of consultation to resolve the issue. It seemed to be more dictatorial from above right. rather than working together to find... That, which, that's which that's often, what this is saying to me too, that there yeah. was some decision made without that that consultation or without the science, and even even if, depending on the situation, that there was a determination that still the weight of probabilities was best if the counters were removed, was that communicated in an mm. effective manner so so adults in a human learning process could share in that that understanding, yes. the rationale, were the decisions really yes. brought back? Because a lot of people complain that they might report a hazard at work and they're never told the reason of whatever action's taken. Yep. And we're talking about yeah. adults who want to learn. This, they can be part of shared problem solving. Adult mm-hmm. learning is enhanced by shared problem consultation. solving. Consultation. Yeah. Section consultation. Consultation. The C consonant. Section 46, you might remember that there was a, um, in a prison setting yes. Um, oh, yes, in too. southwest Queensland, there was a, there was a, a big incident where the prisoners just went berserk and they wanted to kill their um, the security officers and they, they weren't able to get away. Yeah. 
They weren't able to escape the prisoners because they, they wanted to get into that room, which was the secure room, but they just couldn't do it. And I love how you use the word berserk because it's that old Viking term for the berserker. Right, okay. Wanting <laughs> to kill. I love it. But I, th- I, I think berserk. what that case demonstrates is some, some things when... Sometimes when things go bad, it can go terribly bad. Yes. Mm. So, um, Alan, the, I'm going to uh, before I'm still going to I'm still going to press to see whether you would if you walked in the shoes of a nurse. I'm going to ask whether you would have that counter or not. But before you answer that, I know you said you don't want to. You can take the safe option, Sarah. We're we're commissioning you, and before we have to get to the regulator. Listen, we want a voice of reason. Executive, we believe the counter should go off. It's a psychiatric, it's an acute psychiatric ward. The nurses have significant reservation about the removal of this barrier. We just think it's better if we get rid of it. It's obtuse, it's obstructive. They want it. Can we ask you as a design expert, what do we do? Yeah, so that seems really preemptive. I'd have to go back and say, hang on. What exactly are the safety critical issues of concern? If there is occupational violence, mm-hmm. what are the other factors contributing to occupational violence? So we spoke earlier about, mm-hmm. you know, the built environment can trigger a psychosis. So, so what's happening in that built environment other than the counters as a barrier, yeah. right? What's happening in that work system? What's happening with the, whether it's staffing levels or whether or not they're honoring a very person-centered approach? You know, if I've come in and I'm a resident of this facility and let's say I was always a night owl and suddenly you're wanting me to be up at at 6 a.m. and have my bath at this schedule and that's not what I used to do in my life routines. How agitated am I going to start to get if you've suddenly changed the way I normalise my life? It's far too complex to say counter or no counter. Well, no, well, funny you should say that. Uh, No, because I'm the executive. But we're role playing, Alan. I'm saying so, there could be other we'll, we'll strategies. Say that, there's, there's other issues. Like if it, it, <laughs> it's not ever going to be as simple as one patient, one nurse. There's going to be other beds around or other yeah, people that's around. That's right. So can other the nurse safely or, back out? That's right. Or, or could they get caught in a pincer movement? Or is there? Yes. Well, um, well, funny you should mention uh, the the routines, Sarah, because we've got staffing issues. You just it's impossible. We're trying to get more. So often we have the ideal ratio of nurse to patients we have roster so that's a problem so we do have an issue with getting people to fill shifts with with tri-agency so that's one thing and we do have a few upset patients who do want their baths and they can get quite agitated sometimes they don't yell but sometimes they get worked (laughs) up and sometimes despite best efforts to console them so we have those issues you asked the question Sarah I answered it and we you know there's um if you wanted to bring in security to assist how is that done and from the cases I've looked at, not all nurses have personal alarms, so they might have to physically move to another place to set up an alarm, yes. which which may not be possible, so they may not be able to get to that other spot to set off the alarm. Yes, we but don't. then you get to staffing issues yes. in terms of are they on their own or are they with other co-workers? Yeah. Um, we you know, it's well, complex. We don't, we it's don't have complex. security. And that's, fl- that's a high reliability yeah. organisation that is happy to look at complexity, that they won't just simplify a solution. Mm. Yes. So we don't have securities on all floors. 
but we usually response is somewhere between two to five minutes. That's a long time when something's right at the pointy end We've of occupational violence. And, getting and you'd be very lucky if it was that quick. Yeah, yeah this is only good yeah, 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 It's yeah, yeah. a bit like where we yes. are today. If yeah. we were to call security to our assistance, it might be five, ten, ten minutes before five, they came minutes. to us. Indeed. Um, it'll probably get kicked out soon anyway. But the thing is, so knowing all that, Sarah, where, would you, you know, obviously you'd have to do a deep uh, dive and a full critical analysis of it. What's your gut feeling? Barrier or no barrier? Counter or no counter? <laughs> <laughs> because the regulators... He wants commitment to tomorrow, yeah, today. Come on. I, I suspect Please you're still going to need to have some form of barriers if you want to have buy-in from the staff and they want yes, to feel safe. They really so want Whatever it. it looks like. But, I, but it would be remiss to say that would be an adequate strategy in yeah. and of itself. It, no. it needs a whole design yeah. review. So Absolutely. I think where you're hurting us is the outcome of that case was the prohibition notice stood. Yes. Uh, so the hospital appealed to prohibition notice, which and is perfectly legitimate. Absolutely. Um, but they were the hospital was unable to persuade the um, external reviewer yep. that the, the yep. notice should be lifted. And you know what the key takeaway of this? It's not what you're saying, Alan. It's even not what Sarah's saying. <laughs> like that's good. You, you know what the key takeaway? Are you takeaway? still being the executive now yeah, or are you yeah, being no, I'm No, no, I'm back to trade now. Cranky trade. No, you know what the key <laughs> takeaway is? Stop executive and listen to those frontline workers. Come out and, and have a day in the life of the reality of correct, their work. Correct. And one day in the life of Ivan Denisovich. Listen to what they say. And my, my understanding of this case is that the regulator positively affirmed the express, in other words, they liked the story, the narrative that the frontline workers were giving as opposed to what the execs were giving. And that really is important. Listen to the people who on are the, the ground. people. Yeah, the people, the people who, on the ground. Live so the so it's not an issue whether the barrier is up or the barrier is down. These concerned individuals who are working day in, day out, not the doctors, not the physiotherapists, but the nurses. In that operating rhythm of in how operating that works. Rhythm, yeah. Correct. They said the counter. Dynamics. There must have been good reasons. So obviously you as an expert designer would take all of that in, plus other things, plus shifts, plus rosters. Environmental uh, design correct. and routines uh, yeah. and staffing and, and, and. Correct. correct. And, yeah. that, and that's really where we should all be striving. That should be the ideal outcome. But for me, what struck me was these and people are telling you this stuff, Orientation, man. like that, that positive health orientation or yeah. not. Or we've got a and, disablement orientation. Yeah, and it was upstream communication. And we know in the current the, the, the current regulatory framework, you need to listen to what people are saying. And if, and if it's reasonable and if it's off, it's not saying we want Dunkin' Delicious Donuts delivered every day or whatever. <laughs> That's unreasonable. <laughs> or what, no, what Krispy Kreme. What's those really good ones you gave me the other day, Sarah? Oh, those are so oh, good. Oh, from Brooklyn, Boston, Brooklyn Donuts. Yeah, we're not oh, saying not even Brooklyn a donut donuts. person. Well, well, hold on. What's your wife's poison? What's the... Oh, no, no sugar. She's sugar-free. She doesn't sugar do sugar. Free. Yeah, she's on. So Sarah Wilson's I Quit Sugar. We have um, <laughs> we have things like not quite cherry ripes. So <laughs> Not quite cherry ripes. You'd yeah, love her, Sarah. Oh, yeah, no, sure she love that. Yeah, I'm not sure of it. Not quite oh, cherry yeah. ripes. And they're actually delicious. Yeah, zucchini <laughs> slices and other things. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Don't talk sugar. Hey. Sugar is the dirtiest word in my oh, life. Oh, shame. Uh, um, <laughs> don't do sugar. Yeah, yeah, willing and able. 
Trace, you've got a past student, and I've had a conversation mm. with him, James Colossi oh, from yes. James. Uh, Western Health yes. in Victoria. Now, I'm mentioning James because Please. of their devotion to combat occupational violence yes. for their healthcare workers. There's right? a conference at the moment. Thanks for, for there raising that. There is a that. conference right yep. now, and, and yep. they've been looking at what's the – they've been doing scenario-based yeah. uh, analysis. I've talked to him about that. In fact, I spoke to him about Good. going back to those scenarios and looking at it from multiple oh, perspectives like Thanks, we did Sarah. in mining, yeah. right? Thanks. So I've tried to help expand that for this group, but they're doing some fantastic work and they've been looking right. at the escalation of behaviours and how to rate this in their observations right. so that they have a reporting scale. Uh, has he spoken to you about some of that work? No, but I directed him to you because okay. I knew you with all your uh, current research and the next publication, I think there could be some synergy with uh, with that organisation. And, What's and the next publication again? Sarah. Healthcare Insights, darling. <laughs> and, and can we ask when will it be Pers- published? Perspe- well, it's just, it's gone. The manuscript's yeah. just gone, so I'm really hoping it's before the end of this calendar so year. So by the yes. time we go to air, you think it might be out? Oh, we uh, hope. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it goes the, uh, back and forth a few times hopefully here. Hopefully the anonymous reveal will be kind. <laughs> <laughs> so look, they could they, send it back. They've looked at um, observation. Could send it back. You're not one of my anonymous viewers, are you? <laughs> I know nothing. Say nothing. What say nothing. Say? <laughs> so, so they've looked at behaviours at Western Health. Things like, you know, how confused is somebody presenting? Are they irritable? Are they boisterous? And that means things like being overtly noisy, shouting, slamming doors, those mm-hmm. kinds of uh, behaviours. Are there actual physical? threats and verbal threats Mm. and even the nature of the content of the language as well as the tone and intonation of the language. Is it intimidating? Is it threatening? And are they attacking objects before people, almost like you do harm to animals before you do harm to people? Are they kicking, hitting, throwing pens, computers, papers, documents, whatever, folders, etc.? So one one of the cases that I've worked on where a patient was like that, it was was about the sur- surrounding patients had a big impact and they put mm, that impact. patient in a children's ward ah. because they thought that patient would be more um, subdued, better easier to manage in a children's ward. But what they didn't appreciate until they got in an expert was that that patient beha- behaviour improved dramatically if that patient was in an adult's ward. Right, so, right. You know, it's, it's, it can be very complex as to why... Um, uh, the, these violent situations being generated. Yeah, and, and knowing what the triggers are, right, especially yeah. when somebody is not articulate and, and oh, can't explain yeah. that for well, themselves. They might not even know. You know, they might I, not um, know, right. I, I, this is sort of stretching, but it's still the same, Sam. It goes back to listen and listen to what the needs are and what a person needs. I recall a um, it was a guardianship administration matter that I was working on and it involved a person who'd gone on a hunger strike. So it had reached a point where if this person was not going to be eating, then the, an order would have been made to insert a tube and force feed. Oh. Now, here's the thing. Letters were How flying, invasive, right? Applications, orders, requests, because obviously legal aid, all of this work, work upon work upon work. Actually, this is a great takeaway. Not one single, no one bothered to ask the prisoner the person, that human involved in this, okay, what 
is it what does it take for no for you to start eating right and what you, was the answer you might think what a stupid question this right, silly so, trade so fundamental not, right it's right. often the basic questions that yeah. get overlooked he's and not like, a health practitioner it? it's silly i mean yeah, yeah not yeah, a yeah. single psychiatrist asked this certainly not a single um, legal expert asked this and eventually i don't know who i can't remember who asked he wanted it. sugar let me guess no <laughs> No. Don't take away uh, the sugar from the no, meal. No, 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 no. And cherry rope. Is that what it's called? <laughs> not, quite sure. not quite not cherry cherry cherry. No, it was not quite cherry rope. Yes, right. Where do you no. buy those drugs? You've got to make them. Sarah oh, Wilson. You've got to make Sarah, them. You know Sarah Wilson? You know Sarah Wilson? She does the whole lot quick sugar. You should, oh no, you, you would know Sarah Wilson. She's a... A gym guru, you, okay. you know all this. So stuff. Therefore, I'm yeah, not. yeah, you know, it's like right, you're right. a gym guru. Anyway, so all running around weeks, everyone's working on this. We're all in a flap. Oh, we're going to answer this. Oh, what's going to happen? Me appeal. Now, and then the guys are eating. They're getting ready to to, to get all the, the nasal gastric tubes going. No one bothered to ask. Hey, listen. Mm-mm. A little what bit of media, yeah, negotiation going. What is that you need? You what he wanted? What? Just wanted to tell him. Oh, uh, so it was he a wanted, standoff. He was in, he's in it was solitary confinement. He just wanted television, television, so he can just. He wanted two things, sorry. He wanted a telly, and because he'd been in, in a, his years of imprisonment in a cell, he just wanted, see, some of the cells had small little windows, mm. and at the time they could, it was accommodating. All he wanted was a telly and just a little bit bit of a view. A window. And they said, yeah, we've got it. He started eating. And Environmental it's a, controls, it's just a great and example it was a standoff for ask. Consultation. Consultation. Yeah, ask the question. And I just remember, yeah. oh, great, that's off my desk now, but not before weeks and weeks of, but see, of deep deep analysis. And, and that, that's fundamental and, to good good work design. And, and the staff just want to see that there is some organizational support. There was some perception. And I think that came, comes down to this case that you talked about, the standoff about this desk. Yeah. Mm. They obviously did not feel like they had organizational support around their needs. So a deep dive investigation of what's causing them to need this barrier yeah, they felt, is a well, question. They felt it passionately. You know, passionately. They thought that if, and if, it if the counters were gone, they were going to be assaulted. But that's yeah. important. And Stop. then they, did, if, they felt yeah. left on their own devices, it sounded like, right? But importantly, if they're impassioned, if they are really, really vibed up about this, if they are worked up about this, as an executive, I'd be going, okay, they're not after Brooklyn Donuts <laughs> to be delivered daily. They're after hey, Trace is hoping for some kickback for advertising these donuts because no, they're actually, so I'm, good. No, I'm, I'm not. They're, they're too good. No, <laughs> they're no, too no. good. They're too good. I know. No, please do not send uh, any Brooklyn Donuts because I'll eat them. No, no. But... They're not asking. And then if you did that, Trey should be in trouble with wife number two and looking for (laughs) wife number three. It really is his first wife, everybody. Is it? That's right. You guys have met. And she's an amazing woman. Let me just add that in. Allegedly, because you haven't met her. So that's what he's here for. She's thinking, does this person really exist? Don't know. The thing is, okay, and that's important. Listen, so if there's something really heightened about this, if there's a reason for this counter, it's likely that what these people are asking Look, for is something sensible. And that's all I want a, to say. Another thing you guys are touching on, and we've talked about it in season one, and it's something that I'm quite passionate about trying to make sure that there is some context to work analysis. So when you're talking about psychosocial hazards and people looking at codes of practice and ISO standards, what I'm seeing way too often in industry, board execs are asking their team to respond to this and have a report. Consultants are coming in and writing reports and they're simply using a random checklist, like this checklist. Sure, it's maybe organized for them through codes of practice, through ISO standards. And I get asked these questions. I get asked, hey, Sarah, can you come in and tell us about our hazards? And I said, for whom and how are they? these people selected? And I get 
I get seriously a question mark sits in the air. Mm. What are our psychosocial hazards for everyone? Or for, do you have a population in mind? So in healthcare, for example, the context that you've raised is nurses. Nurses might be a great place to start. And is there a psychiatric ward, for example, where there could be extra concerns to evaluate? So what is your population? Why were they selected? Why are they vulnerable? What's happening? Give it some context and then go back to the tasks that they do, the jobs that they're assigned, the context of the work, the environment, and anchor any of your hazard analysis based on the context of work and the scenarios that can happen. So often I'm seeing the results of these checklists in organizations that simply have a green, yellow, orange, or red color mark, maybe or maybe not with a score, against a whole list of hazards with no further context. I'm thinking that was a lot of effort, a lot of money, mm. lots of streams of paperwork that went up and down the channels, mm. and it's really, almost meaningless. Really it's not telling us anything. Cold. Yeah. yeah. Those things and don't really help. And that's what's being commissioned right now, right? Mm. So get people who know oh. their stuff. And, and I'm sorry, but even registered psychologists are going in and doing this level of work without context. And so if yeah. you're, I can only implore end users, make sure you have mm. some very good discussion around who's vulnerable, what's the context of work, and why or you're doing that assessment. Keyword, yeah. discussion. You know, just discussion. Discussion, and do it anchored on somebody's job role and their life cycle within that organization or the event that you really need to unpack. Who's involved, yeah. and every person that's involved from every perspective, analyze that situation. It might be scenario-based or it could be job role-based, but give but, it some context know, to be meaningful. Scenario, the scenario-based would be perfect with the counter. Yeah, what's happening been, yeah, Everybody involved yeah. in that, angry, both angry the patient Alan. experience, the family experience, <laughs> angry, angry Alan, Alan. is about to right. fly in. Trace the, the exec, you know, what's Trage his perspective, the, the deer, the deer. The deer. <laughs> We've got the, the otter just mucking around. And the, the otter who's just wanting to play and yeah, have correct. fun and, and distract know, everybody as, as and, and as cognitive the, distractions. Yeah, and as harmless as the otter is, it can do the, your head is just muddying the water. And here comes angry Alan and he's about to go for it and hits the counter. Oh, I'm he's just awful saying. in knowledge. He's awful in knowledge. But <laughs> it's, it's a barrier. <laughs> it was, and the deer yes. wants to kick. Yeah. But what happens? Kicks the glass. See if we, if, if, you know, if What's happening have... in that conscious of work? And we've got, you know, uh, that's right, ambulances are being ramped yeah. at the same time Correct. and this and that, the emergency yeah. room. You it's know, happening in the, it's that important design. If, if these executives had bothered to listen to our episode about our spirit animals, <laughs> They could see <laughs> that these things could happen. <laughs> so I'm just saying that for, for me, all right, I'll end it by saying I, knowing what I know and being, you know, as risk averse as I am, I would have after listened, uh, after having listened. No one's going to believe you're risk averse. You went to White <laughs> Island. And, yeah, true. And, and, listening, and um, did other things. But anyway, so listen, <laughs> the thing is that. However, I would listen. You, you drive a hot enough sports <laughs> car. <laughs> I, would, I would listen and I would say, you know what, this, this, the barrier is going to stay, not because, oh, I just want a oh, barrier, yeah. but because I had the, the discussion, I had that conversation. And then after I've done that, I'd get on my, get my file of facts out, I'd get my phone out and go, hey, Sarah Bear. Sarah Bear. I actually got called that by a oh, friend. Wow. Oh, my gosh, more there than 20 go. years oh, ago, Sarah Bear. Name, Sarah Bear. Say, hey, hey, says, listen. Says. I have the Sarah <laughs> says. Hey, hey, says, listen, Look. I've got a really important job for you to do. We, it's not just about the bat. Here are the, here's the immediate summary. <laughs> Could you go and do a complete 
rework to do that, you're going to have to speak to all the parties no, and designers. And no I, had, I had a mate no that used to call yeah, me Little Dove, and, <laughs> and I used to think that was so gorgeous, Little Dove, Little Dove, until I walked into his oh. workplace and almost every woman he called Little Dove. I'm like, oh, you've just diminished the power yeah. of Little Dove. I like that Little <laughs> Dove. Just, I don't understand. Oh, it was cute. I was like, okay. oh, my you Little Dove. <laughs> Until everybody, any every woman, he probably forgot their names. Like a little tough. <laughs> Hi, <Okay>. love. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You go, yo, yo, T Rage. You go, TC. Sarah Bear. Yeah, Sarah Bear. Sarah Bear. I have that. I've listened. I've listened to those people at the front line and the ground, and it makes good. And uh, once practice. those people feel listened to, they yeah. might be really forthcoming about yeah. their situations. And it may be that in very few scenarios they yeah. need that barrier or they mean lots of small barriers and other places rather than one huge desk taking up that space. You don't know until you yeah. understand that context and you might come up with solutions where they themselves reconcile yes. the issues and start to strategize and say, you know what, probably we don't need it all the time. Yeah. But it, 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 it's We're, coming up with just saying no or a mandate straight away that's going no. to put people at odds say a with a solution. We'll catch more flies than a mouthful of vinegar. You are very sweet most of the time, you know. Yeah, but do you want a mouthful of flies? <laughs> Yes, well, you know. It's that sugar again. No, I'm sure it's a, it's, it's a thing. I think it's an expression. A mouthful of honey will catch more flies. Google it, please. Okay. We'll end it with that. Who's going to start this? We're going to start this. Press play and plug in the microphone cable. Next up is the crew willing and able. Satisfying your thirst. Come and clean on the verse precise and rehearsed. Toys again. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Why Work. You've been listening to Trage, Sarah and Alan. And if you'd like to know more about some of the things we've talked about today, please subscribe and we'd be more than happy to provide you with information and other things that may interest you. Please be aware that none of the matters we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice. We're just here to talk about all things related to work. See you next time. Who's gonna start this? We're gonna start this. Press play and plug in the microphone cable. Next up is the crew willing and able. Satisfying your thirst. Come and clean on the verse precise and rehearse. Toys are getting turfed. Like time and never stop.